Can you hear me now? Yes, that's it. We're all yeah. we're all rocking. Good man. Listen, thanks very much for coming on. Uh, I'm doing a bit of a graveyard shift here. I've got three of, of you on. I've had Callum Dutia on from West, and then I've got Paddy on after you. So thanks very much for all coming right. on. That's really appreciated. No uh, how have you been wintering? All right? Yeah, not too bad. You're looking Quite well? Busy. Yeah. Um, when did... When did you start? Uh, when did you start training for the season? Have you been training pretty much since January? Uh, yes, sort of. I think end of January. I think we started indoor stuff. Where do you do your indoor stuff? Uh, at Hutchie. Yeah, a lot of guys go out there. It's a good facility. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's really nice. Yeah, they don't have the wooden floorboards there. They've got the the concrete floor, so you get a little bit more. Uh, it's a bit more lively, eh? Yeah, you've got to roll the mats out, um, but it's it's good. It's not bad. Um, and what were you trying to do there? Just get, what, uh, twice a week, once a week? So we were in there every Sunday. Good. Just for a couple of hours? Um, yeah, I think we had two hours, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. And then the spring's been pretty dry. You've been able to get out and use the facilities at Fergus Lee for a yes, month or so? We, so we had four, the ones had four warm-up games planned. Um, the first weekend, two weekends ago, we played Saturday, Sunday. So we had Kelvin at home on the Saturday and then Carlton away on the Sunday. Yep. And then last weekend, we had uh, Dumfries away on the Saturday. And we were supposed to have Harriet's on the Sunday, but they couldn't field a team. Yeah, and there, so, there was there was a few sort of things floating about Twitter as far as that's concerned. I waded in. Uh, yeah. Chippy had a had a, a little go at them. What was the yeah. script there? Just their globe trotters not interested in playing. Oh, I, I don't really know to be honest. I I just got a message from uh, Tim um, Preston Jones on the Friday morning saying games off on Sunday. Harriet's can't field the team. I was. I don't actually know if they gave a reason or. Um. I. I. Well, they did say they didn't have enough players to field the team. That's, um. It's a pretty but, piss poor effort. Well, they 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 twos and threes apparently were looking for a position for the Sunday. So it sort of didn't really make much sense. It doesn't make any sense. Surely to yeah. goodness you've got half a dozen first-team players that could play. You might have maybe five out and a stag do or something like that, but just fill yeah. them through of, of two. Surely that, I mean, the whole point about free, a pre-season friendly is just to loosen off the arms and, and get the eyes working yeah. again. That's it. That's what we did both those weekends was we try to make sure like everyone um, got a ball, everyone got a bat. The results don't matter at all. It's just no. a case of making sure everybody's getting a decent run out. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So you've added, I think, to your squad. It seems to be, I think, one of the thing, the great things with Fergus Lee is that they've, they've got a settled squad. There's not too many changes. And, and I guess that's testament to the fact that you know, you've, you've brought your kids through. They have a go in the twos and then they break into the ones and uh, they then stay with the ones, so you've, you've probably, well, maybe, is this the second, possibly third season that you've maybe had seven, eight, maybe even nine of the same yeah. players? 
Yeah, well, I mean, since 2008, I mean, sorry, 2018, the year we won the league, it was only, it's only been Jamie, uh, Hamza, Michael and Cammy, so Greg Cameron, from that team that I've left. Yeah. And Elliot, obviously, but Elliot's coming back this year. Imagine if you'd had Mike and Hamza. That'd be uh, something else. But anyway, it is what it is, and uh, <laughs> you've got to you've got to go with what you've got. Elliot's coming back. Is he? He was the guy who you had a number of years ago, who went back to South Africa. Am I yeah, reading that he was, right? He was our amateur. Yeah. Yeah. So when's he coming back? Uh, well, we're still waiting on a visa. Okay. Um, it's a bit delayed at the moment, but hopefully soon. Hopefully next week he'll be back. Brilliant. And he's been playing out there. Uh, he will be a strong addition to your squad. You're hoping he's going to be batting, what, top four? Will he slot in top four for you guys? Yeah, yeah. Um, he'll probably go in at three, most likely. Um, apparently, he's been bowling really well as well. So okay. um, if needs be, you know, if we can get overs out of him, which is good. Um, and he's, he's a good guy to have around. The boys love him at the club. And uh -huh. The club love him in general. So everybody's quite excited for him to come back. Um, and he's a good fielder as well. So, you know, he just, he's a really good club guy. Lots of positives. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. So, listen, I want to take you back to uh, last game of the season. You must be... Or must have been gutted. I mean, I, everybody plays in very close games, and and a few of us play in games where you're at the wrong end, whether it's a cup final or which that almost was, um, and it stays with you for you know two or three weeks, even longer sometimes. Especially if it's the last game of the season. I can play in a couple of cup finals where we were just lost on the last ball, and it's just yeah, absolutely gutted, um, and. I guess I, were it not for the Moogle man, um, the, it would have been your game. I mean, I think he's gone out there and just absolutely whacked. Would you would you say that? Yeah, I think it's him. Uh, Fazel batted really nicely. Um, they and this is the thing with with Clyde, though, like with without Richie that. Um, you know, he'd be a standout player in, in any team that he plays in. They are, they are the one team that I think is just a very good cricket team. You know, there's, there's no huge, massive names um, that, that you get at, at some clubs. Um, yep. They're just, they're a really hardworking, gritty team. Um, and, and that's what makes him so good. Um, and just the way that game went in seesaw in terms of, you know, who's on top, who's not. It was just, it was, it was probably one of the best cricket games I've played in. Um, but yeah, he, he walked out and he, he did slap a few about. Um, I think we could have probably bowled a little bit better to him. Yeah. Um, and force him to hit in one area only. Um, but yeah, there were different parts of that game that could have gone either way. You know, you look at the hat trick that's that was Omi, uh, Tamora, 
and Gaff in three bowls. Yep. It's the heart of your, your middle order there. Um, gone in, in three bowls. <laughs> it was uh, sort of when Omi and I were cruising. Um, yeah, and then momentum again. And that, that means there's a rebuild and you're going to lose overs trying to rebuild. And so you, yeah. you, you, you're going to, yeah. Um, because he only, go back to you, you Mughal man, he, he scored 314 in the year, but I think he probably scored about 150 in the last two or three. It, it took him a while to get going. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, one, once he starts going, he's, he's a difficult man to stop. I mean, he's got such tremendous bat speed and the ball just absolutely yeah. whacks off that bat. Yeah. No, he hits, he hits it clean. The good thing is, like, I mean, when playing against him, you know you're, you're going to get a chance. Yes, um, because he loves to hit it in the air, mm-hmm. um, and I think if you're if you can bowl smart to him and you can set good fields, he will he will get out at some point. Um, it's just if it's his day, unlucky. Yeah, because he he can really take the game away from you. And I think you're right there about the Clydesdale batting of all. And although Barrow only played eight games and averaged 62 and got 375, so if he's ended up playing another four or five games as he would normally have done, then you're looking at similar to you a six seven hundred run season. But other than that, they've got Faisal at three five six. They've got Mughal at, at three fourteen. Craig Young, who played half a season, two five five, two four four for Paddy and and Kazim on two two. Five. So there's always guys there who are prepared to rock up and, and do a job yeah. for them. Yeah, 100%. That's what makes them so strong. It was the same in terms of their wickets as well. Uh, it was always shared about, um, you know, among them, uh, among all their bowlers throughout the season. Um, and, and that's just the, the season that they had. They, they, they won games easy. But then they also won very difficult games, but like really close games, mm-hmm. games that you know weren't necessarily in their favor for you know most parts of a game, um, but found a way to win. And that's what that's what good teams do. They find ways to win, whether it's pretty or ugly. They just they find ways to win. And the benefit of that from a team morale perspective is absolutely incalculable. Because you end up starting to get into these positions and what you're thinking is, well, we've done this before. And yeah. that's that's a huge, if you've got a whole batting unit that's chasing down 220 or, or guys have come in at six and seven and got an unexpected 30 or, or 40, it, it just galvanizes the whole team so that you know that the next time you're in that situation, you say, well, listen, it's so-and-so's turn to do it. Um, and yeah. they'll say, well, yes, it is my turn to do it because I saw so-and-so do it the, the week before. And it just snowballs and snowballs. And if you can get that momentum, it's a hard, hard thing to stop for sure. Well, they, they won a, a really close game. I think it was either the week before or two weeks before. Um, and I can't remember who it was against. And it was a really close game. Um, and like you said, like that, those moments... Or those games really give you the confidence to say, look, we can come from difficult positions to to come back and win. And when you had when we had them nine for three, I mean, at yeah. no point did I get the impression that we thought the game was over. Uh, we were still gonna, you know, 
try and win even from that position. But yeah. they were doing the exact same. They were still trying to win the game from that position. Um, and that's when Faisal was at the crease and um, he, he batted really well. So that game you're talking about is the Langside game. Langside get to 150 off six on probably a bit of a dog wicket um, and Clydesdale scrape home at 153 for nine. Uh, You're looking at Barrow 46. So so he's guided them through, I I would guess, for most of of that. But then you've got Kazim Farid getting 15 at the end, uh, which has probably been important. Uh, Yeah, so a low-scoring game, relying upon the whole of your order to get to get over the line, just yeah. huge, huge to take that forward, for sure. Um, so given the fact that you've got so many people returning, um, you've got Elliot coming back, you, you must be feeling relatively confident. I mean, clearly a, a good start is very important. Um, how, how, what's the mood within the camp at the moment? Yeah, good. Um, I think we realised that, you know, the two games that we lost uh, last year, uh, Gavin Bradley batted beautifully for his 70, but we should have scored more. Um, And the Sterling game, um, you know, I got out at a stupid time um, on 80-odd. And both of those are games that we could have and should have won, um, having played better cricket. Um, so we know we're we'll always be in in contention for for that top spot. Um, it's just a case of putting it together and doing yeah. the goods, you yeah. know, um, and and having that sort of consistent season, um, where at any given time you can call on anyone to do a job for you. Um, and that's really hard to do, but I think the boys are, they've trained well, they're working hard, they're hungry. And that's all you can ask for at the moment. You you were talking, I think there are a number of similarities between yourself as a team and Clydesdale's as a team. And, and I'm talking to Paddy next, and I'm sure he will echo what you said about Clydesdale in that you're a gritty side. You've got guys who are seasoned performers who are always up there performing, both right from your batting through to your bowling. I mean, you've got Staffy there at 292, um, Gafar Adil at 311, uh, Hussein at 327, uh, and then you've got Timor at 585 and you at 728. So there's there's, there's a, a huge element there of consistency, which is is great and then you look at your bowling so for a lot of teams you'll end up having three main bowlers but you've only really got the two main bowlers in in Adil and Haroon who bowled 116 and 95 overs and then you drop down to 60 the, the 60 so that tells me that you've got a whole backup of seven or eight bowlers who you can then turn to on any given day to say well listen there's the ball this might be your day and that, and that, from a captain's perspective, that's so important to have that in your arsenal. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, we, if I look at us full strength, we probably have eight bowlers um, who can bowl in any club side. 
mm-hmm. um, and and can do a job. Um, the difficulty comes in though when you maybe go two three weeks without having a ball, yeah, or yeah. without having a bat, uh-huh. um, and and that's when it can become a little bit tough for those players in particular like how do you feel if you're still in form how do you um feel whether you're still hitting it well bowling it well um and that that sort of balance and and mental toughness i think becomes quite quite difficult but it's a good thing to learn for people and because it's not always just going to be your day and it's always not going to be someone else's day and you need to be need to be ready and switched on for, for when it's your turn make it count yeah and and in many respects if you've got as many bowlers and batters as that that can be difficult trying to keep guys motivated on the basis that there may well be guys who aren't bowling every week and they're probably nipping your ear saying listen when am i getting on you know when am i going to get a bowl skip what what's happening why am i batting at six why am i batting at five and it, you know that's where a good captain is worth his weight in gold being able to continue to motivate his players throughout the season. Well, that, I think that's been the easiest part actually for for right. me uh, at first is the boys. You know, everybody understands that you're not always going to get a ball and you're not always going to get a bat or you're not always going to bat where you want to bat or bowl when you want to bowl. Um. But they are keen, and, and there's there's a good competitive nature at the club. Do you where think everybody's competing for spots? Yeah. Do you think it's made easier though that sort of attitude that you've had within the team? Do you think that's made easier because you've had eight or nine guys in there for two or three seasons, so everybody knows their role and everybody knows that the way that you captain the side. And so therefore it, it's a little bit easier for you to be able to manage that. Uh, maybe. Yeah, it, it could be, but I think it's also a, a culture thing that we've got. I think at the club is everybody's always competing. Like when we're in the nets, you know, 90% of the bowlers that are running into bowl to you, they want to get you out because they want to show that they can get you out. Yeah. And when they're batting in the nets. They want to make sure that they're smashing you about and making sure that you're not getting them out. Um, and, and that translates in, in, into our games as well. Um, when boys do get their opportunity, they want to show, right, I should be first choice seamer. I should be first choice spinner. I should be batting higher. So there is that that hunger, uh, that definitely is there, um, and the attitude is right, but it's it's a case of sometimes like you just not, sometimes you just might not feel like you're in form or feel like you're hitting or bowling well because you maybe haven't bowled for a couple of weeks. That attitude to netting um, and the way that the boys net is that something that you fostered or is that something that when you arrived at the club that had already been there. Um, I think I think it was it was it was there from from when I got there. Um, I mean, I just need to look at at what Jamie was like as a captain, um, and that would tell you that was one hundred percent still there. It might not have been as strong as what it is now. I think, 
Um, but I definitely was there. Guys were always bowling to, to make sure they get you out and find ways of getting you out. Um, not to make you look bad, but to, to show that they're, they're, they want a spot. They're, they're all coming for a spot in that once. Um, and, um, yeah, it's just it's a, it's a lovely environment to be in, to be honest. Who are you looking to try and maybe who not had poor seasons last season, but who are you wanting to see? Listen, you can do better. Who are your sort of guys, bowler, batsman, whatever, who you'd like to say, you know what, you've got so much talent, you need to express that in more runs or, or more wickets. Is there anybody in your squad that you'd, you'd like to see push I think, forward? I think most of us, to be honest. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I look at the guys that are are knocking on regional doors, Scotland yep. A doors, national team doors. Um, they've got to blow seasons out the park um, if they want to really make a name for themselves or put their name forward to, to be selected. Um, you really have to bash down doors. Um and they know that themselves and, and, and they're really working hard to, to make sure that they get to do that. Um, Gregor knows he didn't have the best of seasons last year, but he's trained well. He's looked good in, in the warm-up games. Um, and he's the type of player. He's, he's, he's not going to let that affect him like last season affect him too much. He's just going to go about his business, do the same. Um and uh, Mushy bowling really well lately, uh, which is good. Um, so he'll he'll be a big one for us. Um, and yeah, pr- pretty much I'd I'd say hundred percent of our team. I think everybody could give more and do more, and we all know that. Yeah. Um, it's just about getting getting the job done and and doing what's required on the day, really. I put something out in the, the tweets there and, and put your team out uh, against Sterling and uh, various members of F- Fergus Lee said the conveyor belt doesn't stop and, and we've got Gred, Aditya and, and Kazim coming in from, from the two. So talk to me about some young kids who you're hoping to, to potentially break through this season. Uh, well, one's already in our in our ones. Azar Ahmed, um, exceptionally talented kid. Um, he's he's grown a bit now as well between last season and this season, um, and he looks really hungry. He really wants to do well, um, and then he can he can definitely do the part. It's it's actually quite difficult sometimes picking a batting lineup. Yeah, because um, there's so many of them, of us who couldn't bat in different spots, and um, in our twos, they've all every single year since we've had since sort of the COVID, uh, so start of COVID, and um, that season when we just played intra games, those youngsters have just come on tremendously well. Yeah. Um, they're they're getting older, more mature, bigger, faster, stronger. Um, smarter and yeah a lot of them have taken up I mean Kazim's the vice captain of the second team and he's 16 um, and he actually put his hand up um, to do that job which I think is 
incredible. I, I love that about um, to see that. Um, and he, he's been bowling really well. So it'll be good to see how he takes on that that role. Yeah. Um, I think it can only make him a better cricketer, understand the game more. Um, I haven't seen too much of, of the the players in general during the preseason because I was working on a Sunday um, through in Edinburgh. Um, but um, yeah, I think it's gonna, I think it's going to be a good season. The twos have good competition in there as well. Um, some of the threes uh, boys have also come to preseason training on getting better week by week. Um, so there's competition through all three teams, really. I'm certainly hoping that the Prem Reserve is going to be a little bit more competitive than it has been. Obviously, you've got Clydesdale there, you've got you've got us. Um, you guys all all have a strong team with the the, the Shaws and and everybody else who's coming off the conveyor belt. Uddingston have decided to come out of Div Two and go into the Prem Reserve, so um, it may well be that the the bigwigs at the WDCU will have the last laugh and, and the, the Prem Reserve actually proves to be a decent level of cricket. I think the fact that it, if the, the, the this pyramid system that they're looking at doing, I think one of my big gripes with the Prem Reserve was that there was no relegation. And so therefore, you know, what was the incentive? Whereas if what they're going to do now is have a division, three divisions of first team and three divisions of second team, at least there may be an element of comp- competition um, amongst the teams, if there is some sort of uh, relegation, um, something has to, to happen and, and try and get everybody playing at as good a level as they possibly can. It's, it's, it's a conundrum that I think a lot of sports have. Certainly hockey has got the same issue. Um, certainly in the women's game, they've got Clydesdale first team who are one of the best teams in Scotland. And it could be argued that their second team should be playing in the National League Division One because they're that good, um, and and you know they're they're just they've now been told that they have to play in a second team league, uh, and you just you just worry for sides that are sort of so strong as a club that they might start thinking, and you potentially could well face this in that you've got a whole bunch of guys in the first team, a really really strong second team. Uh, and they're saying, well, I'm not getting any better playing in the seconds because the standard of that second team league is so poor that I'm not mm-hmm. I, I'm not being put under any pressure week in, week out. They can't break for whatever reason. They can't break into the first team. So what do they do? They end up leaving. They go to Kelburn or they go to, to Renfrew or they go somewhere else. Yeah. So, I mean, the, the only thing I would say to that is if you if you think about leaving... You've you've got to have had whatever league you're playing in, scoring eight hundred runs. You're still scoring eight hundred runs. So, if you're thinking that I should be in the ones or I should be playing in a better league, but you're only scoring three hundred runs, you're fucking rubbish. Do you know what yes, I mean? Like, I, listen, I'm completely behind you there, but there'll be some people. Who who are who aren't of that opinion? Yeah, but I mean, and and I've seen it with players as well. Like, if if you're thinking, nope, we've lost you. Hopefully, you're going to come back. Are you still there, Riyad? 
I'm going to, you've been cut off in your prime. I'm just going to keep running this just to see if that's good. You there? Yeah, listen, we'll, we, we can stitch that together. I, I'm conscious of the fact that I've got Paddy on. Anyway, you, you, were, you were saying about uh, somebody scoring 300 in the twos. Yeah, if, if, if you're playing, and, and this comes back to sort of my point with uh, our guys that are knocking on regional doors and Scotland A doors and, and national team doors, you have to be blowing, if you're wanting to play at a higher league, you have to be blowing the lower league out of the park. Yeah. If, if you're not doing that, then moving elsewhere isn't going to make you a better player. You, you have to be able to re- produce results, doesn't matter, because that's what good players do. Mm-hmm. If you're a good player, you're a good player. And you'll be able to score runs in the Premier League. But if you're wanting to play Warriors, Knights, Highlanders, or Scotland Development, or Scotland A, then you should be in the top five run scorers pretty much most seasons in, in the prim, in your club in Premier your, League. Yeah, yeah. It's as simple as that. If you're wanting to play for the national team, you should be scoring runs at regional cricket consistently every season. And, I mean, we, we spoke about this a couple of years ago when we spoke about me not playing Scotland A. And I, I just, I wasn't producing the results to be picked. So I had no issues with not being picked. I, I completely understood it, 100%. Um, and I think like players sometimes have a strange perception of, of how good they, they are. They can be good, but they're not doing enough. They're yeah. not doing enough to knock doors down. So you, won't, you shouldn't get picked. You might get picked, but then that's out of pure luck. They're picking you on potential. And, 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 and that happens from and that happens from time to time. People will get picked on potential, but ultimately, if you get picked on potential and you don't then perform, then it's a long way back, a long, yeah. long way back. Um, and okay. it's also not just a one season thing. I mean, if if anyone, should, in, in my opinion, uh, if anyone deserved more of a shot if and i'm just thinking from in terms of what's close to home was michael he scored yeah. tons of runs every single season in the league and maybe didn't get the the amount of opportunities higher up yeah, he played warriors all the time um that that he should have gotten um but when he did maybe he didn't capitalize as much as what he would have liked to or or maybe should have, but he had the stats in black and white from lower leagues. Yeah. Big season for him down at air this season, back in the big show. You know, if, if he can put together, you know, a, a, or do as well as he did last season and, and continue. How do, how does he go with the the Warrior stuff? Does he perform yeah, at that level? Good. Yeah, he got runs for us um, in a couple of games last year. Yeah, um, he's always there, there about. You know, you know what you're going to expect. You know what you're going to get from him. Yeah. Um. He, he probably, he, and I'm assuming he would, he would like to have done more, um, as we all do. Um, he definitely is capable of more. 
Um, but he's he's definitely there thereabouts in terms of every season he'll he'll have his good performances. Um, I think he would like a bit more consistency or maybe a run of two seasons where he really uh, dominates yeah. um, for both those seasons. Um, but yeah, he's he's consistent enough. Good, 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 good. Listen, I've, I've taken you for too long uh, and thanks very much for being as frank and as honest. Your, your views are always worth listening to um, and we get some really good feedback from all of our conversations that we've had. So um, keep that up. Looking forward to catching up with you. Uh, certainly more than a couple of times, I'm, I'm guessing you probably, you and Paddy are more than likely to be on the show uh, most weeks. So, uh, yeah, looking forward to it and best of luck for the rest of the season. Yeah, perfect. Thank you very much. All right. Look after yourself. Cheers. Thanks, guys.